Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes It's the mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really could have devoured him And from that point then we hear a name change Rearrange the game so now we gotta change uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. And we are live and living Culligan Funky Like a Monkey, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, episode 361. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, 306 of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. You know, I uh, when, when I started this project in uh, 2012, when I, when I became the, the visionary behind the, the show, um, you know, I, I was planning for it to become big, because I always dream big. As many people know, I'm about to become a doctor in forensic psychology, uh, finishing up my um, dissertation um, and uh, just continuing to, to to really plug into that. So when I dream, I dream big, and I definitely thank God for that. Um, when I started the Pancakes and Power Slam show in 2012, and I've shared this story before, but uh, I, I had no idea about the podcast industry. Um, podcasts are like a dime a dozen now. Uh, there's a podcast on every corner. Uh, but in 2012, the, the industry wasn't that big. Uh, it was it was growing. It was starting to become popular. But the podcast industry wasn't 
wasn't really that big, um, especially a lot of wrestlers starting podcasts. But, uh, um, you know, nowadays you, you've got wrestlers, a bunch of wrestlers having podcasts. But, yeah, when I started Pancakes and Power Slams, I, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I, I didn't necessarily know uh, anything about the podcast business, but I know that it was a growing it was like I was putting my stock in the podcast business um, because I know that it was something that was growing. I know it was something that I wanted to uh, really inv- wanted to really invest my time in, and I know I wanted to be big. And um, uh, it'll be seven years in April, so nearly seven years later, three hundred and sixty-one episodes. Uh, it just continues to be one of the best things in my life, and. The the crowd, the PNP Nation, is continuing to be super duper supportive, super duper fun and exciting, and I bring in guests every single week uh, to to uh, come on the show, and I've been doing that for a while now. This particular guest I had on, um, uh, what did I have him on? <clears throat> I had him on the second um tribute show um cuz i had a gwf tribute show with um rod price and the patriot that was the first one <clears throat> and then the second tribute show was a week after that and that was um episode 3 351 So That was The 18th of December I believe That's when I had him on the show So uh, It's been two months (laughs) And within these two months um, Out of the uh, Nearly 150 guests that I've had On the show Over 200 interviews uh, Within almost seven years This person (laughs) Has Officially become one of the most popular uh, people uh, in all of uh, the Pancakes and Power Slams interviewing (laughs) because, uh, one, I've been wanting, you know, before he came on the show, I've been wanting to bring him on the show for quite some time because I always thought he was such a great heel. I couldn't stand him as a kid, and that's that's exactly the point. Uh, if he was liked, you know, his, his job wouldn't be fulfilled. If people liked him, that would, that would, you know, be counteractive to what he wanted. And so, uh, but as growing up, man, as, you know, growing up and understanding the legend of this person and just, I don't know, was there something about his gimmick to me that was just peeling and, (laughs) His promos were just Texas blood, Texas bread, <laughs> you know, just just uh, southern aggression. It, it was it was so amazing to me his promos. Uh, just really looking back and uh, just following his work, uh, you know, retrospectively. I, I mean, I remember watching him growing up as a kid, but just following his work retrospectively, it's. It was it was really fun, man. So for the past probably couple of years, uh, I've been I've been like, man, how can I get this person on the show? 
So I finally got some some good connections and found him. <laughs> and uh, man, uh, he was so inviting, so warm when I talked to the talked on the phone with him the first time, and uh, brought him on the second GWF tribute show uh, about a couple of months ago. Since then, I've been on the phone with them uh, <laughs> a bunch of times after we had that uh, that interview, and he's back by popular demand, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm so happy to bring him back. Uh, so we're going to have some fun tonight. I know he's going to have some fun. I'm going to have some fun. I've been looking forward to this uh, night. I talked to him last week to confirm it. He's back on the show, ladies and gentlemen, and ain't a daggum thing you can do about it. My man, Black Bart, how are you tonight, sir? Hey, brother. Uh, you talk. Yeah, I, I appreciate. I, I appreciate that that gum build up. But brother, I I hope I hope that I can. Uh, I hope I, I hope I can deliver. Uh, I believe I can. Uh, I, and and uh, I, you know you don't as you as, when you're doing you know when when you're when you're doing stuff and you're in the and, and you you know. They come to you and they say, "Okay, now you know after six years, seven years in the business of of doing job after job after job, you know, and you know putting guys over that you know you could beat in a New York minute, you know, it 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 becomes it becomes so uh, I, I don't I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I, it, it 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 comes so dead gum repetition." You know, we got to we got to go do Raleigh mm-hmm. TV. We got we got to yeah. you know we, I got to put Jimmy Valiant over, and he weighs 185 pounds, soaking wet, and I'm six foot four and weigh 300 pounds. But he's got he wins every time. Yeah, <laughs> you understand yeah. what I'm saying? And and yep. it, it becomes so repetitious and so so dead gum unbel- unbelievable that and then they come to you and say. Well, I want to say you, you're going to Alabama. You're going to be working for Bob Bullet Armstrong and and and, and Robert Fuller's the the owner of the territory and his the Fuller family and they're going to put the heavyweight the the, the Alabama heavyweight strap on you and you're going to be Hangman Rick Harris. And I said, Wow, okay. <laughs> so I load up stock. I mean, you load your you load your you load up lock stock and barrel. Everything you got, and you and you move, <laughs> and yeah. then yeah. and you move again, and then when that's done in a year, you move again. You keep moving, you keep moving, you keep moving, and finally, I'm Black Bart, and I'm the world tag team champions out in Florida and the, the, the original NWA, and you know it's like wow, what happened? <laughs> and you, you talk about your you talk about your twelve years. And and you you was uh, that's what you said that that big word that you said was was that means you go you go on a crime scene and you and you look for fingerprints and hair and 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 evidence right mm-hmm. a yep. forensic a forensic a for a dead yes. gum forensic <laughs> forensic uh, I, I, yeah what I what I, as a psychologist what I'll do is I actually. I'll actually interview uh-huh. the uh, like suspects to see if they're competent to stand trial. Um, see if they're nuts. See if they're, yeah, yep. Well, brother, and, don't uh, ever, don't do it, don't ever do it with a wrestler. That's why I'm going with this, <laughs> because we're all nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I've, uh, I've heard. Um, we are all, uh, man, the things, the things that we did back then, they mm. would, they would lock your ass up and throw away the key. Now, uh, mm. me and Lynn Denton, the grappler, okay, we, we wrestle in, in, there's a little town outside of Dallas called Greenville. We get, we're in my Dodge pickup truck and, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we get our beer. Okay, we drink a case of beer going there, and then we get our beer and get get another case coming back. You understand what I'm saying? It ain't but 35, 40 miles from the house, but we, we that's the way we are. I've got a case of beer open in between my legs in a, in a single-cab pickup truck, right? Brand-new Dodge pickup gold. I love that truck. Lynn Denton sitting over there with a with a case of his, his favorite beer. We'll open up, and we're we're 20 miles out, right? Coming coming back through Dallas and the cops pull us over and and uh, uh, shine a light in my in, in Bart. What are you doing? I said I'm trying. I'm just I'm, I'm going home. That's that that, that that that. He said you know he wasn't a big black Bart fan. He would, but he was a grappler fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody you know back nobody knew that Lynn Denton was grappler. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I said yep. I said hey, by the way. He, that's the grappler, man, because he's hitting around, you know. I said, that's, and he said, man, that's my favorite wrestler. I said, Lenny, get the, show him that dad gum, and he put the hood on. And I mean, would y'all just go on down the road and get out and just get out, of, get out of my county, get out of my town, just go on down the road, and and I, and I appreciate. It. I said, yes, sir, thank you very much, sir. And but <laughs> if you can, you think what they would do to you today? You know, you understand now? It don't. It, some of them would still recognize me, right? But brother, mm-hmm. oh man! <clears throat> but the 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 ninety five percent of all we're absolutely nuts, and the things that we done, we should, like I said, we like, wow! Uh, it is uh, it is unbelievable that I, I would not I would not think that you that you uh, uh, Chris Witherstone, right? Would, Featherstone. Weatherstone. What? Feather. Chris. Featherstone. Featherstone. Feather. There you go. Okay, Featherstone. Feather. But it's 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 like it's like I would not. I seen last time I was on this deal. I was watching you on the on the inner tube on the on the on the on my on the computer. Right. Mm-hmm. You do not. You do not look. Like you check for nuts. I mean, I mean, this when you said that this while ago, it blo- it blow me, it blow, it blow me away. I, you know, because I'm thinking, you know, you're 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 a rapper or something like that because of the the music that that, that played. Brother, I don't listen to rap. Uh, I ain't got nothing to get yeah. it, but I I I, I listen. I listen to 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 comp, what is it uh, Christian uh, comp, the the well, I'll the Christian listen to Christian rap Christian that's rap. The, well, now, now to see, yeah. I like the Christian yeah, rap. I've heard a couple. Yeah, that's I've heard I a couple of three songs on this on the channel that I listen to all the time, and it is mm-hmm. it is Christian rap. And mm-hmm. I, I, I you know that ain't bad. That, that ain't too bad. But yeah. I listen to. 
Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson. Uh, like when we was doing the Great American Batches, I met all them guys. They were on the mm-hmm. they were they were on the card, so to speak. Uh, uh, they they had the concert, the a musical concert, and then they had then we had the matches, or vice versa. And uh, most mm-hmm. of the time, it was the concert first because they wanted to watch the matches. <laughs> we didn't. We found out that they were all a bunch of damn marks, and don't mean nothing bad by that. They were all fans. You know, a big time mm-hmm. fan, and uh, wanted us to come out on stage with them and sing with them. So I, I sang with uh, I sang with uh, Willie Nelson. I sang, I sang I sang with Merle Haggard. Uh, uh, all of, you know, unbelie- un- un- unbelievable uh, houses back then. You know, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the uh, and and I guess I, I can't. I can't remember the dead gum year, but me and Bass wound up in a in a bull rope match with the winner. The winner, uh, uh, if Bass beat me, he got he got five minutes with J.J. Dillon. Well, of course he beat me, and uh, and and he just beat the fire out of J.J. Dillon. And we went to the dressing room and laughed, <laughs> you know, and laughed about it. And J.J. cried. I said, Yeah. He did. You already been in my shoes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, uh, crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, pop, yeah. pops in. Pops, pops, sure, pops. Go ahead, brother. I'm sure. I'm sure there's all. I'm sure there's all kinds of interesting road stories. Now, mm-hmm. there. Uh, let's see if okay. If I if I name you a person, could you give me a road story? I will, I, pretty much everyone you can think of, I've got a, I've got a road story about. Yeah, go ahead, give me one. How about, how about Ric Flair? Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, okay, the stories I got about Ric Flair. Of course, the PG, of course, the PG version of it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, bro, that you know, it's. Uh, uh, Richmond, Virginia. Me and back, we're in a bar, okay? Uh-huh. And the, it's a bar is in the motel where we stay. It's inside uh-huh. the world. We they lock it up. Flair comes in there, and he, him and Dusty is Dusty Rhodes is in there, and they're and they're they they say it's time to it's it's last call, and so they both they both order now they both order two hundred and 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 seventy five Miller Lights. Oh, and wow. like fifty or sixty uh, triple kamikazes. I don't. Know, people don't know what kamikazes is. It's a strong mixed drink. And he said, "Put them, put them, put them on the bar right here." Well, the 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 manager, of course, everybody says, "Who do you want in here and who do you want to leave?" To Dusty and so they say that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. But anyway, five o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, right? We we finally leave the bar, and 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 uh, most of all that was drank too, by the way, and and uh, and and we're we're me and Bass is is walking trying to trying to remember where where our rooms are, right? Well, it's a double decker uh, motel, and 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 <laughs> we keep 
we keep hearing something, and, and, and the manager of the bill said, "Man, y'all, y'all don't, y'all can't stay here no more. Y'all can't, y'all, y'all are thrown out. Of, y'all can't come back here no more. The next time you wrestle here, you can't come back here. You can't come back here." And 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 we said, "What? Well, what did we do? All we're trying to do is find a room. We've done nothing." Well, we hear we hear Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes up on the balcony, and they got their 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 they're 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 trying to take a pee pee on me and Bass and the, oh, the no. ma- and the ma- oh, no. and the ma- the lady manager uh, and we look up and I, we said by the way if you're gonna throw anybody out why wouldn't you throw them two out and that lady looked up right. and went oh my god and she took off and took off running we didn't we didn't we could never we never got to go back to that motel but yeah you know, oh, uh two of you know unbelievable unbelievable the 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 uh wow the same the same night telly blanchard this was this was when 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 i left the carolinas the first time and i come back to the carolinas when dusty rosen was a big the big buyout and the big uh, a big war started. Um, uh, we, t- I hadn't, ne- I hadn't never been around Telly Blanchard very much, right? And mm-hmm. Telly, Telly, mm-hmm. Telly was was the kind of guy that he tried to impress you with his gold and his silver and his, I guess, his monies and everything like that. But uh, he he sits at our table. He sits with us at our table that night. And Bass, and Bass, you know, Bass was, Bass was. He 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 just told it how it is, and if you didn't like it, fine. If you if you if you if you if you liked it, that was fine. And and if he liked you, then yeah, everything was cool. But Telly Telly was was sitting there, and he was showing us his gold rings, and then his gold this and gold that and gold this and everything else. And Bass looked him dead in the eye and said, "Telly, said if you're trying to impress us with your, it, it just it just don't work." You know, it just don't, and it don't. We don't, we don't bite off into that kind of. Until he just got up and left, I said, "Bass, you don't, you don't oh, want, no. want, 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 give me much." You know, and, and Telly is, <laughs> he's one of the main players, right? And Bass, you know, Bass, yeah, eh, to heck, to heck with him, you know. I said, "Okay, brother, we'll we'll make do." <laughs> but me and Bass had 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 Dusty on our side, so you know, I told when I went back to the Carolinas the second time when I went back. The, I had done. I had put everybody over in their dog. Okay, in seven mm-hmm. years, in my first seven years in the business, and I told Dusty, I said, I don't want to go back to the Carolinas because they will. It will. They, you know, I've done nothing but jobs there. You know, I don't want yeah. there. Them, them, yeah. them people don't think I can beat anybody. He said, When I get done with you, brother, you will be a superstar. You and he put he brother he. He, and he did it, you know. He did it. And to all yeah. those that, to all, to everybody that thinks that somebody else has, you know, done the creations and 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 the and the the gimmicks. Dusty Rhodes was the he he made up all the names for all the shows they're doing right now in in WWE. He made he made he made up. So many characters that are that are are still are still going right now. He he was mm-hmm. the mastermind behind all that, and he got paid hardly mm-hmm. nothing for it. You know, and, oh, wow. you know, but you know, but 
All right, I'm sorry. Give me, give me another one. Yeah, I, and I, that was. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very I get going. I get going on it, brother. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to get this all down on tape and get it all uh, my stories, you know, uh, and, yeah. and 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 put it in a book. But I don't know if I'll ever get it done. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's wild. But I'm trying. Well. <laughs> I'm a writer, so uh, let me Uh-oh. know. I'll, uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll help you with that. Um, all right. So there's a lot of uh, names from the chat room that want to hear some road stories. There's a lot of people who are uh, throwing out names who want to hear some uh, some road stories. So, uh, Give me. If, they, uh, if, they, if I was well, around I'm them, brother, I'm... Okay, so let's start with... Uh, Multi saying uh, Jerry Lawler. Oh man, Jerry, Jerry Lawler and me. When I left, oh man, Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler uh, was when when he was around me. Okay, I, I, he said he he come to me when I was in I was in I was in Atlanta, and he said Bart, I need help. I need a good heel in in, in 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 Tennessee. I need help, and I said, "I will okay. I will I will I will come help and try to re, try to rebuild Tennessee to to the to the point of fans coming back in the building." Okay, and he he he. I said, I, "All I ask is one thing." Well, he's going to pay me good. That's 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 without saying. But I said, "All I ask if you give me two weeks' notice." Two weeks notice, and I and to get where I can pick up the phone and have a place where I can pack my stuff and go and go to go go to work, right? Mm-hmm. Not a problem, Bart. Not a problem. I said, all right, brother, I'm coming to help you. So I load up here again, lock, stock, and barrel, and I'm going to help Jerry Lawler and 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 uh, oh man, the <laughs> the Tennessee territory and. Anyway, we're there, and I, you know, this is where I, I, I really, I really get to meet Dirty White Boy and Dirty White Girl, and and uh, 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 Mark Undertaker uh, before he was the Undertaker, the uh, and 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 Jerry Jerry Lawler, Jerry Lawler made me this made me the promise and everything. After about a year and everything, we we get it going a little bit. You know, it's it's going better than it was when I got there. But it ain't it ain't that much of a difference, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because every damn thing is wrapped around Jerry Lawler, and nobody can beat him, okay? If you can, if you can't beat him, then the people who who believes that anybody can beat him, just like kind of like Von Erichs, just kind of like. But at least Flair was a good was a worker, a good worker. Jerry Lawler's a good worker. I'm not taking that. I'm not saying that. But I get my pink I get my pink slip in Memphis at the big building at the big at the big build at the big at the at the convention center or whatever that building was. <clears throat> and brother, I go I I I said that line no good, son of a you know what. And brother, I went I went it, I went for two hours trying to find Lawler to. To whip his butt, to to stomp a mud hole in him and stomp him dry, and I would, if I got my hands on him that night, I would have done it. 
Now I think about it, it was funny because I know he was in the building because he had a, he had he had, he was in the main events against uh, Bam Bam Bigelow or one of the Von Erichs or something. And uh, anyway, he, uh, he he to 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 me, Lawler is was a Booker that never kept his word. Not only he was a Booker, but he was a liar. Okay, but. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> and they, I mean, there's some, you know, they're not all. My stories ain't all good stories. <laughs> but oh no, anyway, no, that's fine. I mean, I mean, they don't. They're, they're not bad. happy. They're, I, they're not happy endings. To in my in my in in, in my in my view and my respect on them. Uh, but go ahead, give me another one. Yeah, good or bad, share good or bad. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm totally yeah. fine with that. Uh, Mahmoud, uh, Lex Luger. Oh man! Well, you you hitting them, ain't you? Me and me and Luger. <laughs> that's when. Okay, Luger. Luger. Good God Almighty! <sighs> Luger. Luger got his. Who? Who? Did somebody help you do this? <laughs> that's ribbing me. Luger is a no, Luger is a Luger is, Lex Luger was uh, I'll describe Lex Luger. We we was always on that private jet of that's my nephew singing. He's got his little plate <laughs> guitar and he's down on the floor right in front of me singing. Um Lex Luger was you know, he was one of them that got every dead gum thing that he wanted, he got it without having to talk a lick, without, without, with, with, and I don't, I don't mean no disrespect to Luger at all, because if it would have been handed to me, I would have took it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would have took mm-hmm. it. I, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't paid seven years of doing jobs in the Carolinas. I would, I traveling, traveling five thousand miles a week. And making two hundred and fifty dollars or three hundred dollars, I wouldn't. I, if it was handed to me, I would have took it. But I'd rather have it, paying my dues. That yeah. way, nobody can say Bart didn't pay no dues. Bart paid right. his dues, brother. Bart paid his dues. Yeah. I told Lex Luger, "You're the only." I said, "You are the only sob," and I told him this right to his face. I said, you are the only SOB that you can't talk a lick, you can't wrestle a lick, you don't e- you can't even tie your dead gum boots. And when this plane lands, I will get out of this plane and we will get out there on that green grass and your britches and your butt is going to be stained with green grass from Bart, Black Bart whooping your butt and... And I ain't gonna get no grass stains on me at all. And he looked at he looked at me. He said, "Brother, have, what's wrong? Have a beer." <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Uh, he, um, yeah, um, yeah. Give me another one. <clears throat> Careful, Yokozuna. Careful, <laughs> careful, brother. I'm just going down a list. I got a bunch of names from the chat room. So uh, the next the next name I see is Yokozuna. Who? Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Ain't that the big Samoan dude? Yep. That died? 
that's that's kin to Haku and uh, Haf, uh, brother. Oh man, we was in the we went, but when we was in the Pensacola territory when he when he first started. All right, I was a Alabama heavyweight belt, and he 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 looked he he come in the dra- and I mean ain't nobody. Ain't nobody gonna beat this guy. You understand what I'm saying? Ain't yeah, nobody. Oh, brother. He. I said. I said. I said. Uh, and, and you knew. I mean, you knew he was of the, uh, the Samoan family. I mean, you knew. Mm-hmm. You, we. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. And and them. And, all, all, barbar- all the way from bar- all the way barbarian and and. Uh, the King Kaku, uh, what's his name? Kaku, uh, uh, Kaku, and 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 all the way to the Samoan SWAT team, all the way to them dudes up there in WWE right now. Pound for pound, you ain't gonna, ain't nobody gonna beat them guys. Ain't nobody gonna <laughs> beat them guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is yep. this is the first words. That brother brother said to me, and he he knew that I knew his uncles or his and, and and his cousins and his brothers and whatever they are. He knew that I knew them, right? He said, if I ever get one of them belts, which I had that old old Alabama heavyweight belt laying on top of my bag, right? And it it looked like a, it looked like it had been rode hard and put up wet. And he looked at me and he said, "If I ever get one of them in this business, they'll never take it off of me." <laughs> and I said, "Brother, I believe you." <laughs> I said, "I, you made, I believe you, and if you want that one, you can have it." <laughs> but yeah, brother, come on, give me another one. Oh, that's great. Give me uh, another Ricky one. Steamboat. God Almighty, Ricky Steamboat. See all these. I just seen these guys last night on. Uh, I was watching WWE, and uh, mm-hmm. they, did y'all see? Did you see the end of that? Yeah, with, with Flair and Batista mm-hmm. and dragging mm-hmm. his old carcass out with <laughs> jacket. And there's a <laughs> Batista. I said, man. <laughs> and and you know, I, 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 Rick Flair's a hell of a worker. One of the best workers I have. I probably have ever been in the ring with, okay? And my not in his match that was back in 1975 or 6 or 7 when mine in his match is one of the it, every time I, go, I see it every time Rick Harris versus Rick Flair, Rick Harris versus But anyway, Rick um uh, no, not Ricky's. Who 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 was the one you asked me about? Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat is one of the nicest son of a guns that you ever will meet in your life. Plus, the very and this is going out. This is going out there. The very best baby face that I have ever been in the ring with. Yes, <clears throat> I agree that he's the very best. best and I mean, a gentleman. We when we when we tore his gym up, not tore his gym up. We didn't tear nothing up. We left the barbell on his brother, 
and and with two guys spotting it on the ends. But and when we went in that angle, you know, we I was in an angle against Ricky Steamboat. All right, mm-hmm. I, I don't know the des the, the not the Desper, not the desperados uh, the the dead gum uh, uh, dead gum it. His, me, me and Bass, the Long Riders, again uh, w- w- went against Ricky Steamboat and his and his little brother. Now, um, I don't think his young brother, brother didn't. Didn't it? No, heck no, it wasn't young brother. This was, oh, was Ricky's. This was this was Steamboat's was really brother, Victor. Oh, Victor yeah, yeah, Steamboat. One, yeah, yeah. Okay, was it? Right. Was he? A, was he? A, was he? A, was he a young bud? No, 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 no. His his uh, his Ricky Simo's last name is Blood. He used to team with Young Blood back in the NWA. Right, right. Okay, there you go. All right. His real name is Blood. It's Blood. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. The uh, heck of a heck of a name. But Ricky Steamboat is one of pound is one of the best. I mean, looks like he's taking your head off, brother. And is he can't? It's like a fly. Not even you can't. You can't feel it. It's like a fly landing on you, you know. And I, how he done? You know, how he done it? Because you know, I tater, I tatered guys, you know. And I didn't, I, I, I didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to be tatering them. But sometimes you slip. Sometimes something, you know, something happens. You know, I've been hurt. That's lingo hurt for so causing many. them to bleed, right? Huh? That's Do that's I? lingo for causing them to bleed, right? Well, no, a tater, a tater is a hard punch. That it, right, a potato. A, a potato, a potato is a hard punch. You get a, no. you, if you give a potato, you get a receipt. You understand what I'm saying? You get yep, a yep. receipt for that potato. That's the lane. Mm-hmm. That's the that uh, Steve Muslim. Okay. We've been in the ring for about 20 minutes. It's 120 degrees on the mat floor, okay, soaking, sopping wet. I pulled him up into a side headlock. I done that punch in the mouth. Well, you don't really, you don't, it's, it's uh, it, it, you don't, you don't really touch the guy. But it, I, I was so sweaty, I slid, my arm slid right and busted him right in, and broke one of his uh, teeth in the front, broke it off. Well, I had him the next night. All right, and he he started brother. He started slapping me. Steve Muslim was well built, and was was uh, he wasn't a shooter, but he was what we call a stretcher. He you know mm-hmm. he could hurt you. Okay, he started slapping me on my on the bottom of my right ankle, and he slapped me all the way up over the top of my head, all the way down the left side, all the way down, and come up the inside, across, and down the other side. And I said, Steve, if you slap me one more time, we're gonna fight. <laughs> and he looked, at me, you know, I hadn't been in, I hadn't been in business maybe five years, but I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was an athlete. And I said, I, and the guy that trained me also taught me how to rip and tear. Well, ripping and tearing, they don't, they don't, they the, a shooter or a stretcher don't want to jack with a ripper or tear because you rip your head off and shit down your neck. So and poo down your neck. I'm sorry. And and you know, Steve stopped, and we had a match, and went and we went home, and everything was fine. But yeah, Ricky Steamboat, pound for pound, is one of the nicest, most easiest guys 
that I have ever been in a ring with. Now, that Dusty Rhodes is right there. Rick, uh, 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 Sam Houston is right there, right there. Mm-hmm. And we trained Sam Houston in 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 the Louisiana territory. <laughs> yeah. He 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 would run it up and down the roads when we would break down fixing our cars. He's a mechanic. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, ah. Uh, Give me no. Next is Sting. Sting, my friend, my buddy Sting. When I first when I first met Sting, and I guess these are more business stories than than road stories. He was tagging. He was tagging with with the the Ultimate Warrior in in the Louisiana Territory. They were wearing cut off blue jeans and combat boots. <laughs> when Crockett called out Ed Watt, uh, Bill Watts in the Louisiana Territory, sent is that sent, when um, is that when um, um, oh, oh goodness, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh my Doctor, gosh, Doctor Death. What's his name? No, who was um, uh, Dutch Mantel? Is that when he was uh, Dutch, managing them? Dutch. Dutch Mantel, no. Well, it may, it may have been. Uh, mm. Yeah, I think it was. You're, no, okay. no, they they done that. They done that after Dutch Dutch was up in the Carolinas, and after okay. after uh, right before. No, it wasn't either. You're right. It was in that Louisiana territory. Because when 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 he left, he started that 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 sting gimmick. He started that sting yeah. gimmick. When he started in the Carolinas, he started this sting gimmick then. Rick's uh, um, Ultimate Warrior come to Dallas and yep. started. Dingo as, Warrior. As, yeah, as 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 the, uh, the yeah the ding yeah the dingo as the dingo warrior yeah. Mm-hmm. Now uh, uh, Sting, oh man, he he was he was he he see he writes right up there with Steamboat. He he writes right up there with Steamboat. But you, you see to get to the stories I, we didn't ride with the with the clean guys. You understand what I'm saying? We the only time the only time we seen the clean guys or the baby faces is when we were in the ring with them. Oh, okay. So you make see we didn't we didn't we didn't get to the buildings at at nine o'clock in the morning and stay there till the, that night choreographing a match. We didn't. We didn't do that. The matches. We. They would come and say, "Bart, won't you put Sting over?" Okay, not a problem. The referee would come, and I would send. I would send. I would send a finish to 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 Sting. You understand what I'm saying? And the referee would carry it to Sting, and 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 then I would call. I would call the whole match up to the finish, and then I would call a finish if he couldn't remember. Uh, that, I don't know. I hope I, hope I ain't stooging. I, 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 the business is already stooged off, so you can't call. I ain't stooging the business off. But we didn't choreograph. <laughs> no. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't sit there and go A B C D E F G, and we're going home. The the heels mm. were the were the generals in 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 the in the ring. The baby faces oh, okay. shut. Shut your mouth, and I will get you over. 
You understand what I'm saying? Nice. Okay, and I mean I this 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 includes Dusty Rhodes. This includes this is the way it was. The bookers of the territories, when when we come back to the if we had a shitty match, if we had a bad match, they wouldn't go to them clean they wouldn't go to the clean guy. They'd come to the heel and say, What happened? And if you mm. couldn't tell them what happened, you was fired. You was gone, and they didn't care if you had TV time and interviews and and dolls and and T-shirts and pictures and all that. That 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 was that was you was fired if you said damn if you said if you said cuss words on an interview. They warned you one time. The next time they would come right in your face, and you was fired. You was gone. Okay. Wow. Now. You know, I've heard them say the F word, and uh, I've had guys at my shows say the F words, and I, I, you're, you, I, you're fired. I said, you do it again, and you do it again, you're fired. I'm old school. That's the way I am. You do, you do it the old school way, or you can, you hit the highway. I don't care, and that's the way I feel yeah. about it. You know, and 30 minutes is shot to you know what, brother. <laughs> Yep. Right. But uh, there ain't a daggum thing you can do about it. <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> All right, I, I got two. I got a couple more for you. Uh, let's Go. see. Uh, Bruno Sammartino. Never. That's one, brother. You got one. I can't. I can't. I was never. I'll say never. I, a couple of times. A couple of times up in Canada, I, I was I was around him, but it was so late in his career that he had an entourage with him at that time, and, and we we didn't. Hayden, shut up, would you? Papa was on the phone. <laughs> okay, but I was I was never you're, around. Impactor, Bart. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah I'm fixing I'm fixing to go up on the top rope and drop it on him. <laughs> He would, brother. He would, he would kick out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he would kick out. I, a story about Japan. You know, I made I made several trips over to Japan when I was in WWF. I made I made a bunch of stuff overseas. Hayden, stop. And uh, talking talking about that that popped. We they they wouldn't let me. They wouldn't put me over. Okay, but if I was with like uh, uh, Barbarian was on tour or something like he would, they would let Barbarian win, and, and and the tag would win, right? Well, we got we got we got to this town tonight, and they come up the, they come up to me and said, Bart, you're going you're going over, you and Barbarian's in a tag. I said, oh, all right, buddy. And uh, anyway, set it up and everything, got it going and everything, but they they what they didn't tell me is the guy that I'm dropping the, the compactor on is his hometown. Uh-huh. And, yeah, oh, yeah, brother. I go up to the second rope and drop the compactor on this dude, and he kicks out. And nobody, mm-hmm. I mean nobody, kicked out of that dead gum compactor. And then when I dropped it, that was the end of the match. And I I, pick, I picked him up, and Barbaric, I look at Barbarian. You know, Barbarian, all he was. Barbarian was my bestest, bestest friend, and still is. And he would, he, he, he called me Hilly Billy, and he said, 
beat him up, hilly billy. I said, brother, I'm fixing to beat this guy, and I beat that Jap. I mean, I beat, and I when the when I slammed him, and I dropped that, I went up and dropped that second compactor on him, brother. He didn't move. I thought I killed him. I mean, I thought I, oh, I thought I actually I thought I killed him, man. And I said, I said, I said, I said, Lord, just please let him, let him, and I'll, yeah. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. <laughs> I'll be nice from now on. But yeah, the Texas, the Texas compactor was uh, created by accident, really. Uh, I mean, I done the move. Uh, I done mm-hmm. the move. But uh, I, I seen Hulk Hogan just take off and drop the leg, right? And I said, I can mm-hmm. carry that. I can carry that to a. Fu- I can carry that to a further. And I, I went up on the top rope and done it. And then Bob, yeah. Bob, 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 Bobby Eaton seen me do it. And and I, I come off the second rope. Bobby mm-hmm. Bobby Eaton went up to the to the top rope. And I said that's yeah. it. And I started going off that top yeah. rope. And that's why that's why my back my back is in. Yeah. And I can't I can't I can't hardly stand up. I can't hardly walk. I still do, and I still I chase after my boy, my 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 grandson, and I'm still I'm still mobile. I'm still I can still get around. I still I, I believe I can still whoop somebody's butt, but I I'm, I I prefer not to. The uh, the 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 uh, the and sometimes my mind my mind just goes blank. So just give me another give me another name. <laughs> All right, don't worry. Wow. Last name is Hawk that. Hogan. Who? Hulk Hogan. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. You know Terry, Terry was was oh man he's so damn nice. But brother, and I'm going back to that Tennessee territory again, and I, I, I ain't nobody gonna believe this. Ain't nobody gonna believe it except me, Hogan, and 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 and, and the and uh, Bullet Bob Armstrong. I, I, it, was, it was in. It was when I had I first won that belt. It's like one of my first matches in Pensacola. All right. Mm-hmm. He, I, I put. I, I win the belt anyway. But I wind up back in Pensacola, and we're at the we're at the little coliseum right there on the water, right there, right there on the ocean, and and building is sold out. You know and. They said, Bart, won't you go to the ring? Just beat the living, you know what, out of this guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, bro, I said, what? I said, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't. I said, well, if you don't want to do it, just give, put, put the belt in there in the office, and 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 we'll see you later. I said, no, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And and they 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 used that a lot, but I go to the ring, and it's this tall dude, six six five six six. He looked like he maybe weighed a hundred and. 85, 190 pounds soaking wet, maybe 200 pounds soaking soaking wet. Okay, and brother, I just lie, I just I, I I I beat him up, I beat him up. Well, it's 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 Terry Hogan, all right. And I I I I don't think nothing about it. Don't think a dead gun thing about it. It's it's part. Of, it's what they. It's what was done to me. It was what done to everybody else that paid any dues. It was what was yep. done to every wrestler come down the pike. They whip your right. butt, and they send you packing, and then you got the balls, the, the gumption to come back. Then you come back, okay? Right. 
Well, I did. But about four and a half, five years later, well, I'm at a motel, some room, some I don't know where, but I turned the TV on, and there's 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 Hulk Hogan walking to the ring, the brand new WWF World Heavyweight Champion. He's he looks like he weighs he weighs about 300 pounds and pumped, right? And I look at that guy and I said, Hogan, 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 Terry Hogan, Terry Hogan. Hush, boy, hush. I said. Papa's telling a story. I said Terry Hogan. I said, man, oh man, oh man. Well, I was getting. I, I said one of these days, one of these days, I'm going to have. I'm going to go up there, and I, 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 I'm never going to get to go. Right? I'm never going to get to go. But yeah. that was the story about me and Hogan. There, you, there you go. <laughs> wow. Well, we talked on the phone, man. Uh, this, this is just a pause, you know. This isn't this isn't a period. We got to bring you back on for more road stories. Up, road uh, stories bro. with Black Bart. We got to we got to make that a, a <laughs> thing now. Oh, and, and the thing about it is, and you know, they're true, and they're true, and they don't they don't. Uh, sometimes sometimes the truth will set you free. <laughs> Or mo- yes. all the time the yes. truth will set you free. All the time, yeah. yes, exactly. All the time. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Sounds good. But, uh, well, I will. You know, uh, you, you know what time it is, man. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta get that promo in about the pancakes to power themselves. Yeah, so brother. I'm pretty excited about it. Brother, I, you know, I've wrestled. I've wrestled all over the world. I've wrestled from one in the United States to the other. From sea to shining sea, overseas to to Japanese and Chinese and everywhere I've been, I have never in my life met anybody or talked to anybody like Chris Weatherspoon and the Pancake and Power Slams show. And I want to tell you something, people. There ain't a whole lot of things can be said. There ain't a whole lot of things that can be done, but one thing you can count on, it'll be on the air, it'll be on the air, and Chris will be there, and ain't a damn thing you can do about it. This is old Black Bart. <laughs> I love you people. I love each and every one of you, and God bless you, and God keep you until we get to speak again or see you again. Love you people. Baba. My guy, thank you so much, man. Uh, you got my last name wrong again. You said Weatherspoon, and it's Featherstone. Featherspoon, that gummit. I'm sorry. Featherstone. Stone, not Featherstone. Stone, Featherstone. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, man. It's Chris Featherstone. There you go. And pro power, I messed it up again. And power slam, said government. It's okay. Hey, maybe Hayden can do it better than me, brother. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's terrible, man. That's terrible. And I've done it. I, you know what? I, I, I don't know if we're still on the air or not, but they, you know. We are. I, we're I, live, man. It's okay. All right, brother. I, I want to tell one more story. Hear about, hear about a year or two it. ago. A year or two ago, 
I I was you know I've, I've cut interviews on Atlanta TV on the Superstation. I've cut interviews. I've cut interviews for 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 for, for every guy that was so drunk and stoned out of their gourds that they could not even speak. Okay, most some of them couldn't even find TBS Superstation in downtown Atlanta. But one 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 they they. I decide to sing um, uh, um, "Amazing Grace" on 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 my little a little church, Avenue L. Okay, and it's uh, this a little bitty church, eh? Twenty people there, right? And you know, brother, it was it was the hardest thing that I have ever done in my life. I felt like I had a thousand pounds on my shoulders. And and you know, when I was when I was done when I was done it was like whew, you know, what a re, you know it was like the the devil the dev the devil was just laid on me. You understand what I'm saying? In that little bitty church, you know, and, and I I don't know. But anyway, I'm sorry I messed your name up and I and, no worries, and I got man. see, I got it I got it writ right here in front of me. Chris Weather Stone Pancakes <laughs> and Power Slams. Did I say it wrong again? Feather Stone. Feather Stone. Feather Stone. <clears throat> I said it right. Mm-hmm. There. Chris Feather Stone. Pancakes and Power Slams. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Okay. I'm sorry. And uh you know, when you mess up, you just mess up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right, man. It's all right, okay. brother. I got to go. I got to go, and I love you, people. Right. Uh, I'm just a I'm just a dead gum old redneck down in down in Granbury, Texas, and uh, I, I love y'all all. Th- thank you, Chris. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks, thanks, Mark. Right, right. We got to bring you back, man. <laughs> all right, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! <laughs> that was just hilarious. I am just oh, that was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced on this podcast. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> feather stone, feather feather spoon, weather pancakes, and pie slam. Oh my goodness! I am just that was that was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. Thanks, Black Bart, for being on the show tonight. Okay, all right. Let's bring on a co-host with the most, Evan Tech Proud. How are you doing tonight, sir? Well, I'm here, <laughs> Pancake and Power Slams, Feather Stone, Feather Spoon. <laughs> I'm here, Jerry Hogan. Oh my goodness, Z. <laughs>
Anybody, I don't know if you guys remember back when it was WCW trading cards. And I think I had one. I had one with Dutch Mantel. And I think I had one of Black Bart. Oh, man. Black Bart's a good dude. WCW yeah. champ, one of the last ones. Yeah. Uh, you forget him and yep. him and Dutch Mantel used to look like twins back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Uh, yep. Him and Ron, Man, Ron Bass, too. Yep, Ron Bass, yep. Pancakes and pie slams. All right, let's, uh, let's get on to it. A couple of Ask Chris <laughs> questions I wanted to address. That was fantastic, man. I, I um, Yeah, that was that was amazing. Uh, he, he, you know, I talked on the phone. He's like, man, I'm going to try to top it. I'm going I'm to try to top last time. Um, and he sure did, man. That was, that was fantastic. Uh, wasn't expecting him to get my, to, to just totally, he put my name, he put my last name in a trash compactor. And that's exactly what he just did. He put my last name in the trash compactor and just totally butchered it. But, uh, he uh, will get it right next time because we are doing road stories with Black Bart <laughs> and Lord willing to be continued uh, because that was fantastic. Um, all right, so uh, let's address a couple of these Ask Chris questions. Um, ah, okay. Rob is asking uh, Ask Chris, what are your three favorite movies of all time? <clears throat> um my favorite movie of all time is Black Sheep. My second favorite movie is Tommy Boy. And my third favorite movie is um mm, I don't know. I have a third favorite movie. I'm trying I mean I'm sure it's one I've probably seen a bunch of times that uh let me see, like a uh, like eighties movie Church or Ninja's something. Three. <laughs> uh, probably, um, probably either. Um, oh goodness, what's the movie with? Uh, um, oh, what's the movie about the love dare and with? Um, oh gosh. With the who? Fireproof. Asking uh, who's the who's the guest for next Q and A next week? I have uh, Sean Stasiak scheduled. Sean Stasiak, meet. meet. We'll be back. <laughs> it's coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Meet. Um, <clears throat> and again, perfect, Got perfect it. plug. Join the Patreon account if you want more of these, <clears throat> and you want frequency, and you want more, more, more frequency. I bring the interviews if you join the Patreon. Let's make it very clear. 
I put so much work into these things, and <clears throat> there you go. Join the Patreon. For those listening audio, it's www.patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams, as Blackboard would say. Uh, <laughs> www.patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. Let's, um, <clears throat> uh, all the PNP Nation, you, you all are fantastic. Listen, join the Patreon. You know, uh, there's just two tiers. <clears throat> the second tier, I'm actually going to start um, having um, Q&A sessions in private with, with wrestlers, with them, uh, and also a couple other things that I have in store for the, for the Q&A, some exclusive stuff. For those, uh, there, there's a tier that's like $1. Like, I mean, come on now. I get thousands of people. I, I average this, this average four to five figures a week. Yes, it does. And and if you if you give one dollar, if if as many people who listen to this show every week give one dollar to the Patreon, <clears throat> I can quit my job. <laughs> so it's like, I'm I, I don't plan on doing that because I'm about to become a doctor. I'm starting a career, but uh, it would definitely to. give doctor <laughs> start that trend. You know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I ain't gonna let you down on that. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if you if you give a dollar, I think the other tier is like uh, like four dollars or something like that. And <clears throat> so yeah, give to the Patreon guys. Like show your love, show your support. You come in, you, you come in, you show your dedication every week by by having such a fantastic show. But I want to do some things. I want to get to the point where. I'm using this studio that I have <clears throat> to actually bring people in the studio um right. and, and and do doing something doing some tra- I want to do a, tra- a lot of traveling interviews. Yeah, <clears throat> a lot of a lot of traveling interviews. I got um like you know, like a like um uh, going to people like flying to people's homes and <clears throat> doing doing interviews recording them for you all. So I got I got a lot of ideas that I want to do, but I I need the backing. I need the PMP Nation to back me with those ideas. So um, <clears throat> I give you interviews every single week. So please just show your appreciation by giving just a a minuscule <clears throat> part of your of your monetary uh, income. So please, do. everybody yes. listening, everybody that's watching. Featherstone, Witherspoon, Weatherstone, mm. please support. Pay Help him, Jesus. Help him, Jesus. This is the <laughs> only show, and I will say, and if you do not, anybody watching, listening, I will talk the whole show. I probably do this anyway, like Black Bart. <clears throat> the only other, I've been, it, this is the only show, and, and Featherstone can attest to this. This is the only other show besides my show. That consistently gives you for the longest time a new guest every week. Now, Featherstone yep. broke my streak. I went a good three straight years, <clears throat> and then I had some things out of my control. But I knew if I don't have a new guest, he does. <clears throat> Got to support. And I'm not mentioning names, but there's other shows out here that are known on YouTube that does reviews of SmackDown and Raw. And I know the person personally. He's a fan of my show. He doesn't know this one. I'm not mentioning it because we got a strict rule <clears throat> on very few things we promote. This person 
gets Patreons every show, three days a week, $5, $10, $20. And the content is not as good as this show. <clears throat> not as good mm. as my show. And I'm saying it unbiased. So, like the old commercials, like to feed the children, that little man, remember the man used to be at the beard and say there's 50 cents yeah. a day? Right. There's $1. Right. By, oh, you got like Sunday school. One dollar. Yep. Passing on through. Yep. It definitely is needed. Yep. Definitely Amen. needed to get merchandise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, we have uh, shirts. Uh, matter of fact, uh, 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 Evan and I will be at Mania. We, we do coverage there every year, and uh, it's going to be fun. Um <clears throat> For those who are going to Mania, let me know in the chat. And also, if you're listening audio, tweet at Chris Prolific. Follow at Chris Prolific first, uh, and then tweet at Chris Prolific. And let me know if you're going to Mania. Um, uh, I want to do a head count of how many uh, pancakes and Power Slam shirts I need to I need to bring with me uh, for packing, so I can uh, sell those pancakes and Power Slam shirts. So. Tweet at Chris Prolific if you're listening to this not live. If you are, if you're not listening to this not live, you're missing out a lot, honestly, because the live audience is so fun and exciting. Uh, but if you know stuff happens, you got to go to work at you know three, four o'clock in the morning. You work night shift. There's all types of uh, reasons why people don't listen to it live. Um, if you're not listening to it live, follow at Chris Prolific. Let me know if you are list uh, if you're going to Mania. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. I'll bring some shirts. So let's just a few of these uh, access questions, and then we'll get to the headlines, and we'll talk about uh, a few things. We're actually bringing back a segment today, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, let's see who's next on the Ask Chris questions. Uh, um, uh, so, um GHP is asking, uh, Vince must think it's March already. Snatch Kofi's towel match, if you know what I mean. Oh, but I do know what you mean, but I think it's for a greater good, and we'll talk about that here in a bit. Brandon's asking, ask Chris, is Triple H face or heel? It changes every week. Now it seems like he's a face when based on Raw, but we got Phil Brooks Jr. What's up, man? Welcome to the chat. He's also asking if he can... Um, uh, Donate through Google. Um, <clears throat> what'd you ask? Google uh, gift card? Google Play card? Um, you can see. <laughs> Go to the Patreon account and see if you can. I'm not. I'm not quite sure, but check out. Check it out. <laughs> um, let's see. What? Uh, uh, some good ones here. Uh, how do I feel about the return of printer? Do I think it's already showing? And yeah. Mood is also asking. So I'll, I'll com- combine the two. Do I think that Bruce Preacher was the reason why Raw left the cliffhanger? Uh, no, it was Tony Schiavone. We've got to go. We're out of time. <laughs> got the um, little fade to black. The little blink needs to do a nitro. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, so so from what I've heard, Blackboard, uh, not Blackboard, but to- uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard, he showed up at. Um, uh, the Rumble. He was there a bit backstage at Phoenix, I believe. Um, so he's going to be brought on officially as like uh, not uh, perhaps Vince's right hand man, but like around that area as far as just like creative. 
But, I mean, if Bruce had anything to do with Raw and SmackDown, it's great because I think Raw and SmackDown were two of the best, especially Raw, was one of the best Raws in a long, long, long time. Get the ass brother love. Yes, absolutely. Bruce Pratchett, Uh, Black Bart here, Bruce Pratchett on the show. Got yes. him rolling smack down. Yeah, I've interviewed uh, uh, Bruce Prick for uh, on a Wrestling Inc. and um, it was it was fun, pretty fun. Bruce, Bruce is good. Bruce yep. is um, <laughs> that's the GHP. That's so his Shivani side pitch voice in my sleep. Yeah, uh, Pritchard is good people. Him and Conrad. Uh, I know you got to interview yep. Bruce. I've I've worked with Bruce off and is uh, traveling to show him and Conrad at some events. I had breakfast with them guys. It, it, this is good people. And I, I can even say he's surprisingly, sometimes in this business we meet a lot of the boys and girls. Sometimes you meet someone that surprisingly is super nice, that is super cool. You're like, wow, mm-hmm. I just didn't think he would be. Like my good buddy Tommy Dreamer. Great guy, Steve Carino. I can name a few. There's some people that you just know from the jump, they're just as great as they seem on TV. And then there's some people where, surprisingly, they're not as nice as you would think. That is cordial. I'm not mentioning any names. <clears throat> Somebody that's WWE Women's Tag Champ. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not mentioning no names, but not really as nice as you would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think you caught that fact yeah. on the stone. Yeah, you know. Yep. It's, it's boss time. Yeah, God. if you will. Uh, let's see. Yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, can I do a brother loving first thing? Ask Chris. Um, this is the Pancakes and Power Slams show. I love you. <laughs> I got we brother love. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's get to the headlines. Hurry up uh, and get these uh, headlines. Here we go. All right, so uh, let's talk about the Hall of Fame. We we were supposed to talk about DX last week. We got um, tied up in time. Um, But let's uh, ask some trivia real quick. Um. Who did The Undertaker compete against at WrestleMania 32? Who did The Undertaker compete against at WrestleMania 32? So DX and uh, Honky, the Honky Donkey Man, he was uh, he was announced recently, DX last week, Hall of Fame. Um, I, I'm totally fine with both of these, uh, and I'm, I'm cool with uh, China. I'm very happy that China uh, got into it. Um, that's a... Uh, uh, Rob says, them daggum headlines. That's right. Um, I'm totally cool with, with um, China being in there. I texted yeah. uh, one of them um, right after the announcement, and he said thank you. Uh, he was uh, very appreciative of it. Um, and so, yeah, Shane McMahon, I mean, uh, China, um China's representative, they've been very uh very vocal about putting her in the Hall of Fame and they were very happy uh when they when when it was announced. But 
I think this is a good way to put her in. Um, Triple H said in, a, in an interview right afterwards that you know China should be a two-time um, because of the things that she did to break the barriers for intergender wrestling. I can understand that, but <clears throat> of course you can't. You you can't just have a bunch of people be two-time Hall of Famers. I think this is a really good way to put China in. It's a good way to put Waltman in too. I think it's a, I think Pac by himself isn't necessarily Hall of Fame word. I mean, like he didn't have really have a right Hall of Fame resume per se, but definitely with DX. So I think Waltman and DX, same thing with Road Dog by himself. Not a Hall of Famer, but with DX, absolutely a Hall of Famer. Same thing with Billy Gunn. Um, so I think putting them in as a group is really good because it gives them a, it gives them an opportunity to be in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't uh, it doesn't give like like I said, Billy Road Dog China by themselves, not necessarily, uh, especially in Waltman too. Especially, I mean, China has an argument. By herself, definitely. I mean, definitely China has a big argument to go in by herself. But at the same thing, at the same token, Pac, Billy Gunn, and um, Road Dog don't have, a, you know, they don't have a very strong argument as far as, like, Twitter. I mean, as far as, like, um, as far as going in by themselves. Right. So, uh, I'm totally cool with it. I think it's a good call, and... Um, you know, the, people were talking about putting Rude in there. I mean, Rude's already in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he he was only in there for a hop, skip, and a jump. Um, yeah. So I, as far as other variations of it, yeah, I, I say no. I mean, this is this is the one. This is the variation that uh, you should put in. in. As far as Honky Tonk Man is concerned, I mean, long overdue. I mean, there's times where he actually did not. He actually declined. I think one year. He actually had a um, an indie show to appear at during WrestleMania weekend, so he declined it. I mean, you know, uh, I can understand why because he already had a something. He already had an engagement, but I'm I'm totally cool uh, with with this with DX and Honky Tonk Man. I think that's a really good selection. It should make a, a pretty fun Hall of Fame. The only thing that I usually go to the Hall of Fame when I go to WrestleMania weekend. But the problem is, Hall of Fame is the same day as uh, as um, the um, G1 Supercard. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's 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 tough because it, it's tough because um, going combating with the G1 Supercard is going to be tough because even last year it was so long. And people were just gone, you know, and um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was really tough. And I had an event to go to after the Hall of Fame, and I was sitting in the Hall of Fame for so long, I got super duper tired, man. And, uh, and it was just, it was exhausting. And um, I interviewed Goldberg it was a few months after he got into the Hall of Fame, like a couple months after I interviewed Goldberg. And, uh, you know, he was just talking about how, like, you know, he he said, man, he he told Vince something has to be done about this. Like it, it was, it was ridiculous. It was embarrassing because uh, it was so long and people were leaving. So, 
I like the stories. I love the Hall of Fame because I love I love road stories. Uh, as you can see with Black Bart, I, I love just just road stories. Um, but there's some people who just uh, last year. There's some people. There's one person in particular, Hillbilly Jim. I'll, I'll say his name publicly. As far as I know, he's a super duper nice guy. Um, but his but his story just. His his induction speeches went way too long. I really enjoy Mark Henry's. I like Jeff Jarrett's too, but uh, Hillbilly Jim was just it was just way too long. So they really they really they really hurt. Um, so I, I think that that leaves a bad taste uh, for people who's actually thinking that if they are they going either go to the SuperCard or they're going to go to the you know Hall of Fame. You know, but the thing is, with the G1 Supercard, you've got Kenny Omega gone, you've got the Bucks gone, so they're taking hits too. But of course, you got Kazuchika Okada and Tanahashi still around, and you know, so losing the Bucks and, and Cody and and uh, Kenny Omega is a big loss, but you still got some 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 really strong names to see live, so. Yeah, I think the Hall of Fame is. I enjoy going, but I think it's just. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was uh, too long, and hopefully there's some some changes that that'll that will happen this year. I agree. <clears throat> some some of this, you had to make it like the, not really like the Oscars or the award shows, but you gotta have a time limit. I, I know um, the year Savage got inducted, and uh, Lanny Poffer was telling me on my show off air, he just was like, I, some people was like, can we come on? Like, <laughs> talking for too yeah. long. You get restless, and you, I, I think you should have some kind of cap off, you know, maybe 10 minutes. Of course, the headliner may get an extra 10 minutes, but good God. Right. I mean, was, was it, was it, was it, um, Stan Hansen that one year that was just like yeah. boring. Oh my yeah. god! Like, yeah. That's what too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Ask Chris uh, mentioned this on Twitter. Uh, we'll hear comments on how incredible WWE hair and makeup makes the woman look on TV. Also, how do you feel about the production value of WWE just in general? Uh, agree on the hair and makeup for sure. Production value of WWE. I prefer the NXT feel. I remember Jim Cornette was uh, talking about this, how he hates all the lights up during the matches um, because he the spotlight should be on the wrestlers. I understand why WWE puts all the lights up because they want the fans to be involved. But uh, they they put the lights down on NXT, and, you know, New Japan puts the lights down. So, I mean, I, I prefer just the lights down type of feel to it. Um, yeah, so... Um, let's talk about that. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, WWE's uh, production is, is top notch. Is HD. I mean, they have the money. You totally get it. But I'm, I'm like you. How how Impact would do it, or old WCW, or like New Japan. I feel like, like you said, the attention need to be more sort of on the participants in the ring, um, uh-huh. as opposed. To, it's too much light. Like when you go to the circus or the movies or. The focus is on the screen or what's in that ring. Not everybody in the crowd. So that that yep. was my thought. So I agree with that. 
Just put a has a new hashtag on the chat. Hashtag what's in the cup. I know y'all um I put my I put my drink over what I'm what I'm drinking uh every every week. Um when I when I am drinking something. Um so hashtag what's in the cup and uh when you send the hashtag every week I I'll tell you what's in the cup. So uh ask Chris what about Hornswoggle mascot DX? Nope. <laughs> Uh, wrong. Um, I know you're joking. I so. forgot about that. Um, Kimball is asking, what's my favorite W Hall of Fame class thus far? The one with Sting in it. <laughs> I have to look at the, the all the classes, but I really like the Booker T one. I think I was like 13, maybe 12 or 13. Um, yeah, I mean, Sting's the goat for me, so Sting's Hall of Fame class. There's um, a novel. Yep. Um, the goat. What's in the cup? Uh, there you go, Mahmood. What's in the cup? He did it. Uh, Malty as well. Uh, what's in the cup is uh, cranberry apple juice. Um, I'm a big fan of cranberry. That's my favorite cranberry drink, actually. Cranberry apple juice, yeah. The man. Other than water and lemonade, everybody knows I love water and lemonade. Uh, cranberry apple juice, uh, and my wife uh, just randomly bought me some cranberry apple juice uh, last weekend because she knows how much I love it. And uh, yeah, that's what's in the cup. Um, let's see. All right, so let's uh, tackle. Let's tackle some of these. Um, chat room is lit tonight. I love it. Yes, it is. Do I like the Warrior speech? Yeah, I love the Mahmood is asking, ask Chris, so what about the Hall of Fame class in 2014? Do I love the Warrior speech? Yeah, I was big from the Warrior speech. It was great. Um, Shane McMahon has to answer the question. Let's, let's tackle a few of these as well. Uh, Undertaker defeated, uh, Undertaker team with Kane defeat Blank at the Survivor Series 2015. Um... Undertaker teamed with Kane to defeat uh, Blank at Survivor Series 2015. Uh, Kimball says Wyatt Brothers. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. Yeah. Mahmoud says the Wyatt family. Here's another one. Who did Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 27? That's easy. Um, All right. So, okay. So, we'll talk about Batista returning to Raw. Um on the raw review, the quick wall review. We'll just talk about a few things. Uh okay, so the the releases. The releases. Ty Dillinger, Arn Anderson, and TJP. So TJP was released for disciplinary reasons. Uh Triple H, that is correct. Kimbo and Mo, I see. Good job. Um so Triple H for disciplinary reasons. Uh no, no so TJP for disciplinary reasons. Um that's basically what we have so far as far as why he's gone. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't getting anywhere. I liked TJP. I loved him when he was in, uh, was uh, suicide. Uh, not necessarily when he was, um, was it Manic, I think, or something like that. Uh, it wasn't necessarily. I mean, but I understand why he changed suicide. Well, actually, suicide came back even after Manic. But, um, yeah, it's I like the suicide. I liked him competing as suicide, but I also thought the suicide gimmick was just weird. Yeah. You have a third name suicide. 
and he would come in and he would like do this as as if he was like blowing his brains out. So that was really wild. Yes, my brother, TJP was suicide. He was suicide uh, in TNA. Actually, it was uh, yeah, a bunch Christopher of Daniels. Uh, Daniels, okay. Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. Well. Yeah. Um, there was a Japanese wrestler that was suicide too. Um, it was like, well, for a lot of for a lot of times, it was either um, Christopher Daniels or uh, TJP. Uh, let me see who was the. Uh, there was a Japanese wrestler. Yeah, so Hogan in 2013 made him take take his mask off, and that's when he became manic. Um. So, no, I don't have ice in my cup. I only drink ice with water, but I always ask for no ice when I uh, when I drink my drinks because they they just load it with ice, and it takes away a quarter of what you're drinking. So I always ask for no ice when I get uh, my beds. Uh, all right, so under the suicide, Frankie Kazarian, Christopher Daniels. Okay, Kiyoshi, that's who it was. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Is. Jonathan Gresham, uh, uh, Caleb Conley. But Jonathan Gresham was, too. Of course, Jonathan Gresham's in uh, ROH now. I forgot about that. I forgot Gresham was under the mask. Or as old school wrestlers would say, the hood, under the hood. Uh, Arn Anderson, uh, you know, legend in the business, Hall of Famer, one of the best promo guys ever. Uh, from what I've heard, it was something he had an altercation with Vince, um, and he was a big asset while Cena was there because he was actually Cena's agent. He, you know, he took care of Cena's matches and things like that. But uh, with Cena basically just gone for most, for the most part, Anderson wasn't necessarily as much of an asset as he used to be. Um, I personally think that he was a, you know. He's he's Arn Anderson, so of course he's an asset. I actually texted um, Christopher Daniels, uh, not Christopher Daniels, but Chris Masters, right after, like the same day as the announcement, and um, wrote an article about it. He, he explained to me just how Anderson, how Arn Anderson was backstage, and nothing but positive things to say about him. Ty Dillinger, uh, very obvious um, figures. You know, yeah, I mean he. Wasn't being utilized at all. Great gimmick to me. I think they could, I think they really missed out on that. Um, yeah, it, it's really tough to get organic pops nowadays. He got the organic pop. He got the ten. I mean, when he came to the Royal Rumble a couple of years back, when he came in that ten spot, the crowd went bananas. And so they did a terrible job capitalizing off of that. Now, granted, you got so many people on the on the card, Raw and SmackDown, that. You can't push everybody, but if you got something, you got something. So, uh, you know, you, can, you can't just you, – you can't put a damper on that. That's terrible. All right, so real quick, um, Raw and SmackDown. Um, <sighs> Raw and SmackDown. Good. I, B, I give you uh, a man. Give your grades. Yeah, give your grades uh, – 
Okay, uh, some okay, okay, some really good questions, really good questions. Okay, let me ask, let me let me do a couple of these. Um, who do you think will be next to be released in the WWE? Your thoughts on that? Um, well, well, WWE's not really releasing anybody unless they ask for it. Um, I mean, TJP was like I said was disappearing reasons, but WWE's really cooling off when they're spring cleaning like they I mean every spring they would have just a, a list of people gone uh, but they're really cooling off on that because of the competition which is which actually helps the wrestlers in WWE unless they just want to leave um, like Dillinger because he was just being so misused um, but other than that I mean you, you got a job <laughs> job security has uh, has gotten better <laughs> with the advent of AEW and all the other Competitive promotions. Uh, ex Chris, besides the Lucha House Party, do you think mask characters are something they could start doing again? I would say not too much because the thing about, other than like in Mexico, um, having a mask was the mysterious thing to do. It was it was the anomaly a lot of times. Um, they it got too saturated on the doing the. The cruiserweight division in WCW, it didn't it didn't stand anybody out. You know, um, you had your uh, Super Callos, your Cicolo Pays, uh, your uh, of course Rey Mysterios, your Vianos. You know, what I mean, Liz so you had so Jr. many. But Les Mark Jr. Hooventu, you know, he ended up he ended up he ended up taking them. You know, Super Callo, he he ended up taking his mask off, who went to did, but you had so many mass wrestlers that it wasn't anything different. Um, all right. Uh, all right. So let's talk about uh, Raw and SmackDown. Give me a grades for Raw and SmackDown. I would say, uh, I mean, Eight. it's hard to say not an A for Raw. I mean, it's, I mean because, of, because of Reigns. Um, I think the Reigns thing was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I, I think it was great. I think, you know, it's, I texted, I said, you know, I watch wrestling week to week for those week to week for those goosebump moments, and uh, tonight was one of them. Thank you, Atlanta, because Atlanta, you know, kudos to the Atlanta crowd. Atlanta crowd made that moment even better, and uh, yeah. they did a fantastic job with that. So I, I'll give it to that, and the yeah. fact that he's kind of integrated himself already. You know, he was in the front of the show, he, he was in the back of the show. I think it was well booked. I think it was a well booked show. Of course, there's some things to criticize that uh, I didn't necessarily like, but uh, for the most part, a lot of it was uh, was um, was a good show. Well, the things I don't like, there's a couple of things I didn't like um, that I actually I actually talk about in the prayer request. So I like the Rousey thing. Um, you want to bring uh-huh. Becky back? Still not feeling the triple threat. Um, but you know that's, that's the way it's going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like I liked Batista coming back. Like I, I said, I don't like him as the heel role with Triple H playing the baby, playing the baby face. I mean, he's almost fifty years old. He'll be forty. I mean, he's already, he's already, he's forty nine years old. He'll be fifty years old in the summertime. You got a forty nine year old baby face who's going to be put over by a fifty year old heel. I mean, that equation doesn't make necessarily too much sense to me. Um, if like like Triple H should have put over Sting because Sting is not a 
regular wrestler. He's a you know he he's a novelty act. You know he's a he's a treasure. But it, Triple H is just there all the time. So it seems like Triple H is going to get is going to be the one who gets over. And it's like eh, I'm not really interested in that. So not a big fan. Um, but overall, it was overall it was, a, it was a pretty good show. I liked how they integrated everything. Yeah. SmackDown, real quick. Um, SmackDown was a B. I'll give it a B. Um, I loved I love the fact that they took King Kofi Kingston out of the fast lane match. I loved it. Like when Vince came out, I said okay. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm liking this. I think I'm gonna like it. Um, and the fact that he just took Kofi out and brought Owens in—a weird way to bring in Owens as a babyface because you know he's supposed to bring—he's supposed to be brought in as a babyface. He took the heat off of. Um, you put a lot of heat on him by taking Kofi Kingston out. So that was really way to, that was a weird way to bring him in as a babyface. Um. But obviously WWE's listening, which is great, which is really, really great because you strike while the iron's hot, like I said. Uh the, the plan was actually for Owens and Bryan to be the match at Mania. So obviously they moved that up to Fast Lane, which was great. And, you know, finally, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we'll be at Mania this year and I think, Evan, that we can say that we will witness live right, the yeah. first ever WWE champion. So yeah, I, I agree. Vince did it. It it made sense. Um, I'm glad he did. Good to see Owens back. I thought Raw was yeah. an A because I mean I I respect Reigns. Reigns isn't. I'm not the biggest Reigns fan, but I respect him. He has good matches. So Reigns coming back. Goosebumps, of course, the goat coming out there with Goosebumps and saying Batista was was cool. So, but yeah, yeah. SmackDown was a big big D. You know, it, it was Vince coming back was cool. Of course, you had the main event, the tag. You know, of course, there would be Formula Kofi almost against uh, uh, Rowan and, and Brian. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was well done. Of course, some stuff I didn't all necessarily like, but for the first time in a while, Raw and SmackDown gets you know on a roll grades. Yep. Absolutely. <clears throat> all right. Next trivia question before we get into the bringing the segment back, <laughs> which I'm pretty happy about. Uh, Undertaker defended his world, the World Heavyweight Championship against Blake at the 2010 Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Here it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what you've all been waiting for. Uh, all right, a couple, real, a couple things real quick. I do want to talk about... Um, Aleister Black and Ricochet on the main roster. I think that they're having a really good um, debut uh, debut momentum. Them as a team, I'm not a fan of at all. I think they're teaming. In, they're about to start teaming NXT and uh, the Dusty Classic, if I'm not mistaken. But um, <clears throat> them as a team, I, I'm not a fan of. I'm, I'm okay with Ricochet's work as a team. He's a team with Matt Seidel in New Japan. He was also part of. Taguchi, uh, Japan, and in, 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 uh, New Japan. So he's he's teamed up. With, he's been known as a team worker. But uh, Black, he has such an anomaly. He's such he's such a character by himself. And I just think that it just takes kind of takes the mystique away. 
um, with him teaming with Ricochet. Now both of them are are great, you know, characters. Ricochet right. is fantastic in the ring. Um, but yeah, I'm just not a fan of them teaming up together. So, um, um, yeah. I mean, and then the Hardy Rob, Boys came back. Martin, Martin Hardy looked great. He looks he he looks like he dropped a, he's got dropped a lot of weight and got a lot leaner. It was kind of in the it was kind of like, hey, here's the Hardy's back. Hey, there you go. Matt Hardy just jumps on uh, SmackDown. Kevin Owens just jumps on SmackDown. I was having that conversation with somebody before. Like if you're if you're gone from return, you become a free agent because both yeah. Kevin Owens and Matt Hardy were both on Raw, and they just popped up on SmackDown. So. Very interesting. Yeah. I think I think that for for SmackDown, I think that there should be a multi person um SmackDown tag team match, a ladder match on uh at Mania. I think that would be dope. Like if you had the Usos, the Hardys, uh Anderson and Gallows, um uh, Nakamura and, and uh, Rusev, and you have uh, Hardys, and there's another team I'm missing from uh, the, yeah, the final SmackDown. Think. Or you can just make one up. <laughs> you can, uh, <laughs> New Day. I mean, New Day. Uh, um, uh, Xavier and, 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 and Big E. So. You can have six teams <clears throat> do a ladder match, and there you go. That can be your SmackDown uh, SmackDown match. Um, that'd be great. Uh, all right, so <laughs> here's the segment. We we got about 15 minutes, so let's let's do this segment. It's only gonna be a few minutes. We are going. We are bringing it back, ladies and gentlemen. We are bringing back the prayer requests uh, for those who. Haven't listened that long. There was a segment that uh, we had for a few weeks about a year ago, and it was called Prayer Request. So the Prayer Request is basically, um, uh, uh, let's see, <clears throat> I don't see, I don't see the right. Okay, there we go, Reverend Studio. Good job. All right, so the Prayer Request was basically. Uh, it, it was it was a way to for for for, for angles for people it was mostly people who just aren't really cutting it or things in, in WWE is just not really cutting it and so we're I mean pro wrestling in general but we're talking about the WWE particularly uh, not necessarily it's not necessarily locked to the WWE but you know a lot of it is WWE um, but yeah we just send out prayer requests because. Lord knows they need some help. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here we go, the prayer request. All right. So I'll start off. Um, prayer request to Lacey Evans. Uh, I have no clue what is going on with Lacey Evans. Um, so what happened is that she was reportedly being one of the people who was going to replace Ronda Rousey as far as being uh, a top player. She's so green in the ring. She is being thrust to a position where it's just not going to work for her. She needs to be a manager. I was just watching Confidential. From I'm, I'm binging. I'm gonna start binging off the it was like 33 or 34 episodes of WWE Confidential. 
And I remember Trish Stratus. They were they did a, a showcase of Trish Stratus, you know, being home and showing her house. She was very green. She started off as a manager. She ended up being one of the greatest of all time. So there's hope there. However, just putting her in that position automatically is a, it's a bad call. So ladies and gentlemen, prayer request for Lacey Evans. Sorry, WWE put you in that position, but it's just not cutting it for me. It is not. First, you're in a prayer request a revival. Wasted identity. Pray for them, please. You know, you were great in NXT. You come up to the main roster on Raw, the land of the Giants, where you just look like a bunch of small action figures. You just, for some reason, not getting over. Nobody really cares. And then when there's rumors of you leaving, they just give you the tag belt just as collateral, just so, hey, so you don't leave, we'll give you the belt. But when we give you the belt, we're going to have you leave. Not once, not twice. But we're also going to have you lose as the champions of Raw, the Raw Tag Team Champions, to rookies of the main roster. Now, how much sense does that make that you're the Raw Tag Team Champions and you lose to Ricochet and Aleister Black, who just left the next team to join the main roster? Definitely. I agree, 100%. Revival's my second on the list, too. So just to make it quick, I agree with everything you said. It seems like they put the, the, the titles on them to hush them up and to humiliate them when they hushed up. So prayer request goes out to the Revival. You lose to four people in the uh, two-week span uh, from NXT. So just to make it quick, I agree. Prayer request to the Revival. What you got for number three? Uh, for number two, actually. Um, who's your number two? Hey, number two, that's all pray. My man, the GOAT. Sting, my man, I love you, Sting. But let's remember when Sting came out. We need to pray that Sting get the victory. He gets some kind of forgiveness, and I'm using this and tongue and cheek towards that Rollins. Sting came out, Ricky Sting. Yeah. The music hit. He came right. out looking just like he did when he was in the main event mafia and TNA. The same glasses, similar coat, same jeans, and yeah. he had a nice little conversation with Bobby Roode. Hey, brother, you made it to WWE. I'm happy for you. He even patted Braun Strowman's shoulder. And he just walked right by Seth Rollins, said not one thing, didn't hold his hand, didn't oh. take his hand, didn't do anything. Stood there and did the aisle, which you clearly see Titus O'Neil, who marked out and did the aisle, so did Stephanie and Walt. So, tongue-in-cheek thing, I love you, brother. Met you in person. You still go down as the goal. But I saw what you did. You said nothing and didn't speak to Seth Rollins. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is funny. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even notice that. All right, so uh, prayer request goes to, uh, real quick, prayer request goes to EC3. Um, man, this guy's being utilized uh, so poorly. It really seems like something's going on with Vincent Mann. Just seeing him and saying, wait a minute, that was Derek Bateman. I didn't, like, just, he didn't even know Festus was, uh, he didn't even know Luke Gallows used to be Festus. You know, that's the story that's going around. But uh, I think he realized that EC3 was Derek Bateman. Wait a, wait a minute. He had long hair last time, didn't he? I think that was Derek Bateman. Put him on main event. So <laughs> I don't even think that he even cares. So Perry Cuss goes to EC3. Um, 
a bad, bad run so far in the main roster. Really a bad run altogether because he wasn't really much in NXT. So was, he's got a long, he's got a rough, rough hill to climb. So hopefully, you know, he's got the character, he's got the look. I just don't think that uh, I don't think that Vince McMahon really sees much in him. So we're we're, we're pulling for you, EC3. Don't 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 necessarily know if I can hold my breath on it, but we're pulling for you. Next up, prayer request going to be T4 at number one. Pray for GHP, brother, for some steady hands. I saw what you said in the chat. You had the pancake from the new day, and yet you had the shaky hands, and you dropped it at the arena. But it's all cool. We forgive you. But seriously, 205 Live, let's pray for them. They need to do something. I mean, number one, who cares about 205 Live? Where's DeBron Kendrick? TJP, THP, whatever you call him, he's gone. Is on TV, nobody watches it, is on the same level, maybe even beneath a Velocity, Jacks, Metal, Shotgun Saturday Night, Superstars. <laughs> and what in the fam is that ninja? What is he? How does a ninja or a foot soldier or a VR troop or a Power Ranger, what does that have to do with 205 Live? Please explain that to me. Yeah. Please pray for them. Prayer request goes to Kurt Angle. Uh, uh, wow. Hall of Famer. Um, and he's wrestling mid card matches. Jim Mahal is saying Shanti uh, open challenge to someone who was invited to the Ric Flair event, and Kurt Angle comes out. Russell just a mid card, middle of the road, um, uh, and wow, just it's terrible what they're doing with Angle. Do not put him in the ring again. He doesn't need it. He should have a retirement match at Mania, and that's it. Period. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. I think for that, uh, for a fair request, goes to Batista's jeans. I don't get guys that are muscular. You have to wear the smallest clothes. Batista, love you, brother. Drax to destroy your gutters of the galaxy, the Avenger movies. He was Rass Body and Man with the Iron Fist of Russell Crowe. You got hit by a train in that one movie my, my brother told me about. You can look that up. Brother, them pants are small. Every time you wore small jeans, you, you ripped them all off. They split on the wall. You couldn't even move. You barely could bend down to drag Ricky Flair. Chris Hawkins with you. So love you, man. Glad to see you back. Yep. You're wearing the blue glasses. But uh, <laughs> please wear some bigger clothes. And lastly, prayer request goes to Shinsuke Nakamura, this guy. Um, what a difference a year makes. Super ha- super over as a baby face a year ago. And ever since his heel turn from, uh, from AJ Styles, it's been quite terrible. And um, just WWE never pulled the trigger on him to become WWE champion. And... His run as a heel the past 10 months, almost 11 months, has been nothing short but terrible. They put a, the U.S. title on him just to make it seem like his, his heel run was uh, worth it. It wasn't. It was a terrible run. Shinsuke Nakamura deserves better. Uh, he's grossly underutilized. Less than WWE. You get to the point, he wants a job somewhere else. He was the man in New Japan. He wanted the experience to wrestle in WWE. Mm. His experience has been quite bad. It's been 
has been underwhelming. It hasn't been necessarily bad. It's been underwhelming very much. And I think, I think, to the point where Shinsuke Nakamura is probably like, I'm not happy. I want to go back to Japan. Russell Kingdom, 40,000 people, January 4th. We might be seeing Shinsuke Nakamura there sooner than later. Thank you for that. Also, with the last prayer, prayer request, I'm sorry, doing the text in, uh, in uh, live chat. All right, the last prayer request, my man Kurt Angle, you mentioned this other song with a spoon. Is this Kurt Angle? You, you, you are after Sting, after Taker, get my number three a top five. Great guy, loved it. You took the music from the Patriots. My good old buddy Del Wilk from the Attitude Era, you made it to where we forgot about it. And we ate breakfast together, Kurt, last year. Eating scrambled eggs, and I know how your neck was hurting. But you can't move your neck. I mean, the match was bad. It was not even on TNA Explosion level, which was that internet service. And it's sad to say, Kurt, when you move, because of your neck, you remind me of Michael Keaton and Batman 89. In that back seat Michael Keaton couldn't move his neck He had to move his whole body I'm sorry Kurt <laughs> You're third in my top five of the best of all time Just don't wrestle anymore This This This, this door angle slam It's just sad Yeah Please Absolutely Alright ladies and gentlemen That's the end of the prayer request uh, let's, Let me know what y'all think about it I'm already here I'm already seeing some uh, Y'all like the prayer request Yeah that's that's the prayer request for this evening Ladies and gentlemen Alright here's y'all's favorite uh, part of the show As far as the uh, voiceover Here we go ladies and gentlemen It is now time for the Flavor of the Week <laughs> There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, good stuff. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, Power Request be a great weekly segment. Yeah, it was. It was a great, great weekly segment. Uh, uh, it was a weekly segment before. We just because of time constrictions, we just dropped it. But I'm bringing back prayer requests again. It was good stuff. All right, so uh, 2014 was. Um, Brock, the seg- uh, thank you. Good segment, good segment. I'm hearing all types of that. Uh, uh, I'm still salty with voices. The flavor of the sound bite. Love it. Good to see it coming. I love it. Love it. Love it. Jack Honey. Uh, I, yeah, just real quick, man. Let's just take a few minutes with this. I still, we'll talk about this probably extensively. Still don't believe the streak should have been broken with Brock. I still think it was a, a, a bad, uh, bad call. So. Uh, that, that's yeah. my, that's my thoughts on uh, on uh, 2014. I agree. Yep. It was a great um, yeah. Rob says he loved the segment. Good stuff. Uh, Bray Wyatt 2015. Uh, he was actually <laughs> injured. It was actually uh, think about replacing him for Sheamus. People didn't know that. Uh, Sheamus was scheduled to return. He ended up returning right after Mania. Uh, as a heel, because he was babyface before, um, but they were uh, Sam was actually uh, on standby because uh, Bray hurt his back real bad, uh, so they were actually thinking about not having him. So, but 
it was it was a forgettable match, actually. Um, wasn't really intrigued at it. Yeah, uh, nobody cares about um, this match. This is this is a forgotten match. It it is it is beneath yeah. WrestleMania 13 against him and Sid because he never mentioned it. Yeah, good point. 16 was Shane, another forgettable match. Uh, the storyline with that was weird. The Hell in a Cell, just because it was in the Hell in a Cell, it just, I mean, the spots were cool, but that was actually not, and I like Shane a lot, man, but that that match to me just was, it was weird. Taker versus Shane, Mania, Hell in a Cell, eh, it was just, it was really Yeah, it was there. It was, it was, <clears throat> it was boring. It was, I yeah. mean, it, it, it was almost the way it against Bret Hart. Level. <laughs> oh yeah, that was yeah, that was bad. 2017 Reigns, and I've said it before, uh, if anybody would have, if Good. anybody should have broke the streak, Reigns was was the one. So, uh, and then real real quick, 2018 was uh, Cena. Uh, good to see Taker live, but it was it was purposeless. And it still boils down to 28 should have been his last match. So that's uh that's, that's how I feel about it. I agree with that. Well, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 361 episodes in the books. Really, really good uh, segment. Uh, Road Stories with Blackboard. I loved it. Uh, hopefully, we'll get him back soon. He actually said he wants to come back on the show. So, uh, it's, been a, it's been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, lots of fun. Lots to talk about. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, enjoy your week of wrestling. And, uh, of course, the PNP Nation, the best fans on the planet. Y'all are so awesome. Uh, follow at Chris follow at Chris Prolific. Follow at Chris Wrestling. I am not Weatherstone. I, I will I will delete your comments. Which will butcher my name black part. <laughs> Alright ladies and gentlemen I on behalf of uh, Avantech Proud I'm Chris Featherstone and you all know that. Enjoy your week of wrestling God bless and always remember I do it for you. Yeah. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.